1: G'day, guys. Welcome back to Beers and Breakevens, brought to you by Blue Wealth Property. They make investing in property easy for you. And, of course, brought to you by Bloke in a Bar. Go ahead and get yourself a drop this weekend. Best beer in the country. Timmy, welcome back, mate. What's doing?
2: Good. Good to be back, mate.
1: Uh, just fired up for grand final week. Not that too many of my head-to-heads are too relevant
2: in that regard, but... Uh, I mean, we get to scores last week very shortly, but holy crap, there are some big ones around. So you, you needed something special to get through to your grand finals.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like we both did pretty well score-wise, mm. but fuck, you've got to work hard to make some ground now. Just Getting tough.
2: Every big dog pretty well went big last week. So yeah. you're sitting there going, oh, I've got five or six players who turned up in my side. Green areas for sure. Um, but... At state, you might need eight or nine of them. Like, it was an
1: incredible week. Crazy! I scored one thousand five hundred and thirty-eight. Uh, my rank's one hundred and eighty, so I went up about fifty spots. How did you go? Yeah, so fourteen
2: ninety-three. Uh, normally, you'd be thinking plenty of green arrows there. I went up twenty spots to nine thirty-third. So, um, yes, yeah, so it's just been a. Pretty steady around that area. Dropped a bit the last, last month or so. Hasn't been terrific, but uh, the same time, thereabouts. So uh, at risk of missing out on the, the KFC socks and the I think the $30 KFC voucher. So that's the only concern at the moment.
1: Is the Wim Tilliam's free fall over now? Have you found the parachute or are we still are we still nervous? I, I, I'm nervous for you. So how are you feeling?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, aside from... Not owning Latrell Mitchell, it uh, I still haven't been able to put my finger on exactly what's going wrong. So I I like to think that the free fall down to nine thirtieth is over, but we'll see. And I mean, thank Christ, Joey Man has got a three round average of fifty two. Because if he'd kept going on the way he was and was averaging one twenty over that period, I'd be about thirty thousandth. Yeah,
1: that would make it tough. (laughs) So speaking of Latrell Mitchell, I have absolutely loved everything that he has done the last six weeks. It's one of my favorite narratives in rugby league right now. But at the same time. Fuck! I hate it. <laughs> he is just killing me week in, week out, and I just—I remember four weeks ago thinking it's too late. I can't bite the bullet now. I've just got to let it go. And mate, even this week, I'm still thinking: should I just bring him in? I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. what's
2: killing me with Latrell, and it's, I'm the same. It's been so enjoyable to watch from a footy perspective. As a non-owning super coach perspective, it's—he's been phenomenal, but. He does these unreal plays where where he busts the line and beats four and scores and that once, twice a game, whatever. And normally that'd equate to, to, you know, because his output isn't enormous, he's all about efficiency with his Mm. runs, that'd be like a score of 75 and you'd be like, no worries. But because the bunnies are just lighting up and their back line is back to what it was this time sort of last year, he's just getting the softest tip on tries that like Cam Murray, Cody Walker doing all the work on the inside. And he's just sweeping out the back, catch pass, and he gets like... 30 points for it. It's, oh, they're the ones that are really hurting, but it's not going to stop. So. And,
1: and it's fucked up as well because, like, yes, he'll do it on the scoring play, but he'll do it earlier in the set as well. Yeah, and He'll just get a little sneaky line break assist. And, yeah, it's 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 hard to yeah, watch. Just, Love just, what he's just doing. Just score but. on the first line break so you don't get to double up two tackles <laughs> yeah, later. Absolute nightmare. Yeah, Latrell has been very costly for both of us. Um Matty, he's getting ready for the next show. We might throw to Matty when we get some South news coming in, a couple of changes there. Um, the group. Now, next next week, someone takes home 2000 dollars dues So uh, mm. a big week coming up. At the moment, we've got Michael leading. He is ranked fourth overall. Uh, in second, we've got the Bearded Clams, Alex, who is ranked eighth overall, and Glenn the Dark Knights, ranked ninth overall. So we've got three of the top ten In our group at the moment Mm. Which is great to see And then Jacob Who's been leading from the front For a very very long time Uh, He's dropped to Fourth overall uh, Fourth in our group Twelfth overall And then Jeff uh, Mind at large 26 overall Fifth in our group So Couple of guys that can still take home this league. There really isn't much difference Good. between them. It's gonna. Th- there's about thirty points between first in our comp, which is Michael and Glenn. Eighty-eight so.
2: down to, to Jacob as well. So it's that could still go to, within grasp. One. Yeah. Shout sure. out to team coming eleventh. Uh, the coach is Jake. Team is Jared. Is fat.
1: Yeah, yeah it's a stinger. <laughs> Bad hard day to be Jared. Unlucky, my friend. Uh, yeah, but $2,000 courtesy of Beers and break evens, that will be going to someone next week. Very, very exciting. I was going to bring a suitcase in with a heap of money and then I realised that uh, $2,000 in a suitcase is, isn't too much unless I get it in fivers.
2: Yeah, the old the old dodgeball one. <laughs> Have you ever seen $10,000? It's really not that impressive.
1: <laughs> but yeah, $2,000 coming for someone next week. Stay tuned for that. Michael, Alex, Glenn. Uh, reach out to us on social media. This week, so we can uh, catch up and have a chat about some of your strats, see what's mm. going on. Um, Team list this week, Thursday. We've got the Broncos taking on the Eels at 7.50. Uh, only real change to the Broncos. Bronco Lee comes in uh, for DeLuise Hoyter. For Parramatta, nothing really doing. Is there anything you want to touch on this game before we move past it? Uh, not really. There. The only one I suppose would be
2: Mado played off the bench last week, mm. that late switcheroo. Um, again, nothing I'd probably be too concerned about as an owner, but... I mean, one to consider, is he sit, sit v start this week, he played, what do you, he had 58 minutes last week. So still decent, and we know Matta can do some damage in 60 minutes of game time, but
1: yeah. And if you get the Brisbane, same Brisbane Broncos as we got last week, i would be playing matter for sure. All right, Friday 6pm, we've got the Penrith Panthers taking on the New Zealand Warriors. Should be a very interesting one here. Uh, Jerome Luai returns for the Penrith Panthers, which whilst we're not looking at Jerome Luai for Supercoach-wise, huge for Isaac Tungo, Viliami Kikau, and of course, Taylor May. uh, Massive for these three. I'll shoot it out of the cannon. If you've got Panthers, do you play them this week?
2: (laughs) Absolutely. And this is the game that, with head-to-head grand finals on this week. It's the game I'd be targeting uh, overall-wise and just super Supercates in general. As an owner of Villa Army Kickout, Taylor May, very patient there. To see Lou back very happy about it. So we'll speak at them plenty throughout the show.
1: Yeah, James Fish harris returns as well. Just another little bonus for the Penrith Panthers. Uh, for the Warriors, uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita comes in and, very strange. They, J- Jack Murchie's out, but yesterday they named their team list and then within an hour, eight um, Aitken was ruled out as well. I don't think there'll be many and Aitken owners, but that'll be another little kick in the dick if he's playing, as he's playing in the back row. Uh, the late game, Storm Roosters, 7.55. Uh, Felice Kafusi back in for the Melbourne Storm. Nelson Asafa solomona uh, he has been every halfback's fucking nightmare for the last couple of weeks, floating out onto that right edge. Can you see it happening again, or do you think he sort of stays in the middle now?
2: I think he will primarily play in the middle, but with the success of him on the edge the last two weeks, I do think that Bellamy will try and get him out there at times. Uh, I don't exactly know how that'll work out with Bromwich and Kafusi, who hold the edges really well there, but I think you'd be mad not to get him out there for the occasional attacking set, wouldn't you? Even if one of those two does shift into the middle, probably maybe Kafusi, but super coach-wise... Seventy minutes last week for one hundred and thirteen points. Sixty-four minutes the week before for sixty-eight. Having spent time on the edge, with those edge back roles gone next year, if he does turn into an edge player, and, <laughs> and you know it's pretty speculative at this point, he could be anything. And if Kofusi wasn't back, he'd be a serious buy this week. But I think now that he is, he probably goes back to sort of fifty odd minutes.
1: Yeah, sure, surely at some point they're just going to put him opposite <clears throat> Sam Walker, aren't they? And oh, just say dear cause havoc.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's the money.
1: Unfortunately for Sam, he's too tough for his own fucking good too. He will put his body in front. So we wish him all the very best. My captain this week. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, made I was at the SCG, You're right? You're welcome, mate. And I was... <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I was at the SCG for a, for a buck. So we had a box. So we were up really high. My side isn't great. But I was sitting there watching that game, obviously just zoning Sam Walker. I was so far away, I could not tell the difference between Walker and Kiri yeah. in any way, shape, or form. So I was just waiting. I was watching the Supercoach updates and Kiri just going, Tick, 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 tick. Twelve goals though for Sam Walker. Saved my sorry ass just quietly. Oh, what, what an
2: incredible game of Supercoats. Like there'd have been people out there who would have sat Angus Crichton for his 160. There would have been people who <clears throat> sorry, been a bit dusty during the week. So I'm gonna be coughing through this entire show. <laughs> no. <Nah. coughs> Joey Manu, people skip a Joey Manu, rightly so. Every mm. one thing that, you know, they'd get away with it a little bit. Maybe Teddy goes off with twenty to go. Manu shift to fullback. He'd score about two hundred in that time. Manu, what did he get? 50 odd. Yeah. Um just, mate, I don't give you much credit for good reason very often, but the Joseph Sue call from last week mm. about him not being a buy because you were concerned about roaming Joey and not having his regular centre there, spot on. And people were saying, who could have envisioned Suley so well, getting that? What did he finish on? 30-odd points or something? Yeah, it was sub
1: 40. Yeah, and so, so
2: who, who could have envisioned that? I said, well, the old Oracle guru called Thank it. you. Yeah. Yeah. You get some right, mate.
1: I get the occasional one right. <laughs> when I get them right, I'll let you know. Don't worry <laughs> about that. Um, yeah, Kavusi and Nass in the middle for the Roosters. Some billions here. Uh, Takiyaho and Lindsay Collins return off the bench. Uh, this might now, considering the form of Rhea Hargraves and Lodge, chucking these two back in, This might be the best middle rotation in rugby league when you throw Victor Radley in as well. So the Roosters, they're becoming very scary. Uh, Momorowski, he returns at centre as well. Let's move to the Super Saturday games. 3pm, the Canberra Raiders taking on the Manly Seagulls. The Canberra Raiders with their season on the line. Uh, Nothing really doing with team list there, mate. Is there anything you want to touch on with Canberra?
2: Nothing really there, mate. Joey Tappany, obviously, there was that issue around the, the rib cartilage last week, but got through the game okay, so happy days for his owners.
1: For the Manly Seagulls, I uh, just want to keep an eye on, especially if you're a draft player and you're going to find it this week, Raymond Tuamalo Vega. Now, I believe he was the fellow that played in the trials at the start of the year on the Sting, scored a couple of cracking tries. I don't mind him if you're in a draft comp and you're looking for a guy to put on your bench as an AE. He could be a good little gamble. Old RTV. Hmm.
2: Uh, mate The resolute defence of the the men from the nation's capital Not a chance <laughs> uh, Look if they dish up the cut they did against the Knights on the weekend Potentially Who knows what yeah. will happen
1: Yeah it's hard to get a read on the Raiders You just feel like they're going to win this <coughs> But they're going to win this ugly As per Yeah um, yeah, no, Nothing else really doing Over there at the Manly Seagulls we've got the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. Talakai comes back in. Wilton on the bench as well. If you have been holding Talakai, I imagine it's been a frustrating last month or so, uh, but it could all pay dividends this weekend.
2: Yeah, that's it. It was was a shame to miss the matchup for the Sharkies last week against a softened man in the outfit and the week prior, but I've been saying for a long time, and I'm not an owner. I did sell, but... There's a big, not necessarily a big ton, there's a ton in Talakai to repay the faith of owners, I feel it, and it could very well be this week, if not this week, they've got a soft, soft game, might be the Knights or someone next week, so...
1: Yeah, it's a pretty good run home for the Sharkies. For the Canterbury Bulldogs, nothing major. TPJ out of this one. Thompson to the 13. Uh, if you're still riding the Maxi King train, that's a little win for you there. I think you mm. had a line break at the back end of the game last week to get him up to about 60-odds. So Actually. we will take that. Could have set up a try there as well, which would have put him into the seventy sort of realms, which would have been unreal. Shout out to... Uh, Might by- have put you into 931. It would have been great.
2: <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't play the King man, but... Shout out to Andrew Fafida, who I've owned mm. since round one. He's, he's made me money 23 rounds too late, but two sixties in his last three games, 65 in 32 minutes on the weekend. So, um, you know, if players drop out all over the place next week, I'll – I'll put Fifi into my side, lock him in a skipper for a 120 odd, (laughs) peaking at the right
1: time of season. Speaking of, it's his last game for the Cronulla Sharks at Shark Park this weekend. So if you are a Sharkies fan, I'm sure you'll already be getting out there. Make sure you go out and support Fafita. Fuck, he's been a good player for that club, hasn't he? He has.
2: And and I've just, I've loved what he's done this year. as a completely new role that he's never seen before in a short stint X-Factor bench role. He's come on and he brings so much energy when he gets onto the field. He's got that, still got his offload. Mm. That hasn't gone anywhere. So he's generating so much second phase for them. And um, going into the finals, he's, he's a bloke you'd
1: love to have on your bench. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'd still argue he, have, he holds the biggest moment in Cronulla Sharks history. My phone away. So, been a great player for a very long time, Andrew Fafita. Uh, Saturday, 7.35. We've got the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the North Queensland Cowboys. I'd probably say the Storm Roosters game of the week. I'd say this one, probably the second best. Really looking forward to this one. For the Bunnies, uh, Isaac Thompson comes back in. And, Maddie, he's finally back. Tom Burgess, resurrected from the dead. Good to see, uh, considering how well you've been going without him, to add... I would argue your you best front rower this year as a whole, it's going to be huge.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's apologies for my voice as well. I think me and Timmy have the same thing. Um, I think this is probably the best team South have rolled out this year. Yeah. Uh, I would maybe consider Jed Carrad on the bench instead of Nick Arima, but that's, that's just splitting Nair's everything else. I'm very happy with It's Such a, such a big, important game as well. For South, no, no doubt Timmy will be riding the Cowboys home. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, but, yeah, no, nah, it's uh very happy Tom Burgess. But I can't believe he missed,
1: what, three weeks with a groin injury. Uh, and there was just nothing said nothing about said it. About nothing said about it, yeah. Yeah. If you win this game, what's the highest you can go? Like, can can you push for third to finish this year? Or uh,
2: I don't think so. I'm
1: just looking now. It's more, like, you got
2: to remember, Canberra only one win behind South. And there's yeah, it's two, crazy. Yeah. two games to go. So... I'm, I'm definitely just got my eye on the top eight right now. Not yeah. really concerned about the top four. I don't, no, fourth place is two wins ahead. So I, I don't think it's realistic.
1: Yeah, for the North Queensland Cowboys, no Tommy Dearden. Um poor old Tommy Dearden. Good God, ruptured nut, miss me with that.
2: The old the old busted nut. Fuck, I wouldn't oh. think of anything
1: worse. Uh, and it does cause a bit of a domino effect in this side. Drink water into six. Hamiso gets an opportunity at one. We've got questions about both of these guys a little bit later, so we'll save that till then. Leilua still named in the second row with Gilbert on the bench. Fuck, Leilua is an interesting one. If their, uh, if their run was a little bit easier, mm. I think I'd be all over him.
2: I think so. And I just – we we know Toddy Payton doesn't mind a, a game of ducks and drakes mm. with his starting side, so – We'll see if it remains that way come game day. But uh, I'd i say there's every chance that he does go to the bench with Gilbert starting. But who knows? I, I quite like Vaila um, the coming in and playing that Hulam Lukey X-Factor bench role where he comes yeah. on and plays basically 50 straight against a tiring pack. Uh, we'll see how it pans out. But, yeah, if, you know, if he was locked into a big-minute role, such an option, isn't he?
1: Yeah. Let's move to Sunday afternoon with two of the greatest games of football you will see. Kicking off 2pm, <laughs> the Tigers and the Dragons. Tigers, uh, injuries, suspensions, this team's just fucked. I can't, I can't look at them, super coach wise. I, I could tell you all the changes that have happened, but none of them are relevant, right? You couldn't even mm. consider them. Adam Dewey's the only one you could possibly look at, and that's if you already own him, if not. Yeah,
2: well, that's it. It's if if you ever need to advocate or convince someone of the powers of Supercoach, it'll be this Sunday when people are sitting there, non-fans of these four sides, sitting there watching the games, and it'll be Dave Fafita owners, Adam Dewey owners, Ben Hunt owners, because, you know, they're they're tough ones
1: to get up for at this
2: end of the season. Yeah,
1: for sure. And there are actually a number of guys in these two games we're going to talk about today, so we'll get to them soon. For the Dragons, disappointing Jack Bird named at centre. If he was at 13, I seriously would have considered him this week, he has just been everywhere. Still not a bad option at centre, taking on the Tigers, but I would have rathered him at 13. I think the edge is the spot you want
2: to be after last week. He's yeah. old, I loved him at 11 or 12 with six tries between the back rows last week. But the way the Tigers were last week, you just, granted they were playing the Roosters as opposed to the Dragons, but just doing all the damage to the middle, you, you wonder if these outside backs are going to be able to touch the ball.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's, my, that's why I, I would have rather him. At thirteen, But Bud Sullivan also comes in the nine. Andrew McCulloch out for this game. Uh, 405, we've got the Titans up against the Newcastle Knights. Uh, Titans, not many changes here. There is a debutant coming off the bench. Young Haas, who I've been told should have been playing first grade way before now. So one to keep an eye on with a nice name like that. Could be interesting, was as the, we know. Yeah,
2: was it was the Titans early in the season when they, they announced the big signing of Haas. And just couldn't have been any more vague about it and like and it was, I think it was when all the ongoing stuff was yeah. going on with Payne huss at the Broncos Huss signed with Titans it was like yeah well played yeah love your work I mean it wrote itself but
0: <laughs>
1: yeah uh for the Knights nothing overly relevant here Bradman best uh out injured he wasn't in the side last week though um yeah not, nothing to overly touch on that side but we will get to more players from those games a little bit later <clears throat> All right, let's move to the Blue Wealth Hot Property Player of the Week prediction. Mate, I think last week we both got about 110 on the nose, Sammy Walker and James Tedesco. To make it interesting this week, we have taken Nico Hines out of contention. He would be the obvious pick. My pick for feeder. Flat track for feeder up against the Newcastle Knights. I think he goes on an absolute tear there. I'm going to back him in for two meat pies and 120 plus score. Timmy, who you got?
2: Like it, mate. And I hope you're right as a feeder owner. Benny Hunt versus the Tigers. Oof. Now, it's one of them games where the Tigers coming off that humiliating game last year. And I would generally say they have to get up for it. They'll be okay. Could be a bit of a, a tricky one. But they've lost more players. Their their side's just decimated. They've got something like 14 of their top 30 available this week. So uh, Benny Hunt could go on a tear.
1: I'm thinking at the moment I'm going to bring Ben Hunt in this weekend. So I'm going to have both of them. So hopefully we're right. Let us know in the comments who your Blue Wealth Hot Property player for round 24 will be. If you're on social media, YouTube, wherever you are, let us know who your picks are. Round 24, fuck that has come quickly.
2: Oh, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it, It's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's exciting time of the year. It's even more exciting so I can sit back and just enjoy it. And, you know, you're still sitting there nicely up top ranked mm. and in the hunt for potentially a bit of money with a few big weeks. But I just sort of put the feet up and not, not too much is going to change either way. So, yeah, all those people that are in the head head grand finals this week that are sort of around that top 100, top 200 in, in the hunt for, for a bit of prize money. It's an exciting couple of weeks. Man. Very exciting Enjoy. couple
1: of weeks. It's going to be unreal. Uh, now we normally do our hot topics at this point. We're going to save them for the very end because we might cover a few of them in our questions. So we'll get stuck into your questions now. The first one comes from Adrian Messer. It says, "Is Fafita a must-have? I don't know if I'd put him in must-have category, but I think I'd just have him a tier below. I think you'll be. I think it'll hurt you if you don't have him this week. Is my opinion. Where do you sit?"
2: Yeah, definitely not a must-have. Just the way the Titans utilise him or their inability to utilise him, I mm-hmm. should say, scares me off him a little bit. I think he's a decent trading option, a bloke I'd love to own. Oh, sorry, I do own. But just particularly if – I think the Titans can win this pretty comfortably. That. I can't believe I'm saying that about the Titans this season, but their attack's starting to click on on what we've seen. AJ Brimson in the halves has been really good. So I think there's points in them. I can see them just stripping the Knights and getting really easy crossover tries out wide uh, with Fafita just running that decoy. Um, Even the two tries he scored in recent weeks, they've pretty well just been the classic case of giving the ball and he finds someone and runs over the top as opposed to them getting the best out of him. So there is the risk that that happens where... He sits back and they're winning convincingly. So, uh, yeah,
1: great option, but not a must-have. My boy can sniff out a flat track.
2: I'm I'm telling you.
1: Get around him. All right, next one comes from Taylor Mark. A really interesting one here. Do we sit drinky? Uh, Been a very popular pick for a lot of people, myself included, over the last few weeks. uh, At 5'8", is a little bit of a worry. Uh, We'll probably get more... Touches of the footy, you could argue, but he'll obviously lose a fair whack of base stats, I think, on his kick returns, where he does tend to break a tackle or two on most runs. Uh, I'm nervous about him at 5'8". It's obviously not a great matchup either. If he was playing one of the bottom eight teams, I wouldn't be that worried. But against South Sydney, who, you know, granted, they don't have the best defensive structures in the world. Uh, But, yeah, I'm just not as keen on it. Obviously, at 5'8", you're one man in, you're... You're getting less of your tip-on sort of tries that he gets a lot of. I'm nervous about him. I don't know if I'd sit him, but I'm nervous about him. Where do you sit?
2: Yeah, you've summed up pretty well, mate. And you summed it up well at the end there with the <clears throat> just not getting those tip-ons. Mm. And we see so much of Supercats these days, fullbacks being so dominant scorers because of the way attacking structures are and it's sweeping out the back. And Latrell, who finds his stats in a million different ways, but we spoke about him benefiting out the back of Cody and Cam Murray and the work they do on the inside – Well, Drinky, I think he's going to be the bloke doing the work on the inside now. So you'll see Hammer sweeping out the back, him potentially picking up a lot of them. Sit v. start, I think Drinky is probably... He's certainly a luxury sit, but I don't mind it in this game. Mm. You also mentioned the Bunnies' defence isn't necessarily that good. So while they're winning games and playing well, they're not necessarily doing it off the back of their defence, the Parramatta game being the exception. Um... I don't mind it as a sit this week. And as a non-owner, I'm very glad he's in the halves. Um, but it, it's one of the toughest sit V starts this week.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, next one comes from Brenton Mills. Says, Talakai Mulitalo going to finally pay off. I know you've been very high on this combination all season. I, I've had Mulitalo since you got him, I think. Mm. I, th- I think we got him around the origin period. Um has been a little bit disappointing. That's be honest here, I thought he would have got more bigger scores. <clears throat> Hopefully this is the week where it all comes off. Are you confident it's going to or not? Yeah, more
2: than a little disappointing. The, I think the first sort of month or five weeks that he we got him and he scored
1: really well, yep. it was looking terrific, and
2: then he just hit the skid since. Uh, a lot of that, well, said, was off the back of Maddie Moylan missing two or three weeks. They didn't help him on that edge, but Moyes was back last week. They put points on Manly and he still didn't score well and get amongst it. Uh, I do think it'll pay off. That being said, like the doggies are another hard one to assess. We know they can get up for games. It is the back end of the season they're not really playing for anything. Um, you know a lot of these lower ranked sides play for pride at this time of year. I think the dogs have earned the respect of their fans what they've done in the last sort of eight to ten weeks um they could if they do get up for it, you know it could be a little bit of a you know <laughs> Not the game to target that we think it is. Um, but, look, all signs point to the Sharks. Putting a few on here. They're playing for a, a home semifinal in week one, if they can leap forward the Cowboys. So, I think Talakai and Mulatalo go very well this week.
1: Playing for a home semi-final, This <coughs> game's at Shark Park. For mm. Feeder's last game at Shark Park. I just, I can't see a world where the Sharks fire a blank here. Surely not. It's Yeah, it's going to be tough again. I mean, as you said, when you're playing for nothing, I couldn't think of anything anywhere worse to go. Than Shark Park, I don't mm. think. Uh, tough gig, maybe Penrith. Uh, our next one comes from Jet Hatton. Do I play Jack Bird? Nice pod last week. Uh, as I said, I would have rather him at 13. You made a good point about centre though. And I understand that a lot of people would be disappointed about him being moved to centre. But if you've got Jack Bird, you're fucking 100% oh. playing this week against the Tigers. That is a no question. I'm even, as I'm sitting here, I was thinking I'd bring in Ben Hunt. I'm actually wondering if I maybe bring in both of them and target this game.
2: Yeah, it could pay off big time. Like With with their super pod stats, they'd be so low on <laughs> those boys. So, yeah, it could be one to pull the trigger on. And the Drags, they've got a nice match-up next week too. Yeah, it might be the game. Uh No, raids got the Tigers in round 25. Sorry, they just played them. Um, where have we got here? Benny Hunt. So the Drags have got oh, <laughs> the Broncos.
1: Where is it? Can you see if it's home or away? Um. Where are for this one. Because, I mean, if the Broncos do fall into a heat, which they potentially could. Jubilee Stadium, called, Fuck. I yeah, might pull so, the double barrel. So tempting. Right there. Yeah. And then just, just find a way to get through so the last Absolutely week.
2: play Jack Bird this week.
1: Yeah. No questions asked there. Have to play Jack Bird this week. All right. Next one comes from Kate C. Best CTW replacement based on matchup this week. Mm-hmm. Now, our hot topic at the end, we are going to talk about a couple of big pod plays for this week and solely this week and a couple of guys that are must-haves. But if I said to you just off the top of the head, who would it be? I imagine Jack Burr would have to be there and thereabouts, but who would be the CTW that you'd be looking at this week to bring in?
2: I think I'd be targeting Penrith and the Warriors. Mm. Um, there are some good matchups. We The, the Bulldogs are huge outsiders against the Sharks. We know the Dogs can get up for it. Um, <coughs> like the Tigers game for the Dragons looks good, but... It's still the Dragons. Mm. But Penrith versus the Warriors. Warriors be getting very weary after the amount of time they've spent over here. Penrith get eye back, JFH back. I think that's fun to target. We'll get to it a bit more shortly, but it's almost a, a flip of the coin. Your you, you Crichtons, your Taylor Mays, your Isaac Tungos, Dylan Edwards. You could go any of these guys and... A few of them are going to score big. A few of them the attacking stats will probably avoid. But just any of those blokes, I reckon.
1: Yeah, and, and I, reckon. I mean, as much as this game doesn't mean much for Penrith, I think it'll be a big day out there. It'll be their last home game before finals. They get the um, the JJ, Gilton and Shield at the end here. Ooh, so yeah. they're going to be up for this one, Penrith. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like that one. Stephen Crichton's probably the one that comes to mind for me. Uh, goal kicking there. It could be a, similar to Sam Walker last week. And you have to think Critter finds a way to pick up a trial yeah, to yeah
2: my possibly my only concern is Louie back does the left edge get a stack of ball um that's but in true. saying that it is his first game back from injury maybe does not take the back seat, but maybe does given sort of 50-50 even share with Sean O'Sullivan there so we'll
1: see I just think even you know if the left ball does if the left side does get a heap of ball every, every time they don't score there it'll be a swing back to the right yeah and Cr- critter will just be on. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of options there uh, in the CTWs. Heap to choose from this week. It's, it's actually a good week to be in this position, I think, trying to find someone. It's just a matter of picking the right one. Jakey B, should random Hamisa owners play him? Now, I would say that the vast majority of these people probably listen to you during the season, picking up Hamisa around the round 13 mm. sort of period. If you've held on to him this long, do you play him this week? I, I fuck it. Once again, wish it was a better matchup. Hamiso can score you 80. He can also score you 8. And that's my biggest concern. You're probably more in touch with Hamiso. What do you think? Oh, it
2: would have been wonderful the, for the Warriors matchup last week. He <sighs> could have scored anything in that one. Um, I, I wouldn't. I, I think you, sh- you should probably have good enough depth in your CT dub at this stage to go against him in a tough game with the Bunnies. Um, it'd be Concern it'd be worrying, but it'd be fun to own him and play him this week. But I just I couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, I couldn't do it either. I, I don't
2: have the balls. I for don't that. actually like what they've done there with drink water to five eight. This close to finals,
1: yeah. I didn't expect it. Nah, I didn't.
2: Does it like does it definitely stay that way? Does Does Ben Hinton come into the house and Drinky back? To four? I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of it, particularly defensively. He's I was going to say he's not the strongest defender in the NRL. Drink Drinky, drink, he's. Possibly the worst defender in the NRL, <laughs> so I just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But yeah, I mean, on the question, I'd be reluctant to play him.
1: Yeah, I was surprised that they did go down this avenue. Like, especially when you look at and who's two to four weeks. In three weeks, they've got a home final. or well, you'd assume they got a home final. Like, I was shocked that. Yeah, I, I, I'm saying I'm I'm pretty confident that he does play week one of finals. Yeah. Surely you just make it work, don't yeah, you?
2: They, they then, and again, not 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 saying they'll do the switcheroo come game day. But if they do, that game's the third, last one of the round with the Sunday games not having many relevant Supercoach yeah. players in them. So you could leave yourself short if they do switch things up. But I'm yeah. uh, just speculating there. So, All
1: right, our next one comes from Justin Crawford. We've sort of already touched on it, but Critter as a pod play versus the Warriors with the goal kicking. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't hold this against anyone if they did go through with it. I think it quite possibly could pay off. Mm. Um, but yeah, Critter, as much as, as I was just high on him before, you know, there are games where he can score a try and score 40, but you'd yeah. like to think he throws over seven-plus goals here, wouldn't you?
2: That's it. If he knocks out seven or eight goals, picks up a double, you know, like it, there could be a 130, 140 in there. Um, like, do you see a world at all where the Warriors shot for this and, and it's a 26-12 win to the Panthers?
1: No, not a hope in hell. I wouldn't be surprised if after 20 minutes it's kind of close mm. and then they still win by 40 or 50.
2: Yeah, so I, I think Kidd is a great player this week.
1: Yeah, I think as well. Obviously, the New Zealand Warriors like they've they've lost both of their edge defenders as well. That's fucking massive when you're coming up oh. against this side and how they attack. It's it's going to be tough. Uh, next one comes from Sam underscore Sturgers says, "Love the content, boys. Would you go Brown or Brimson? Two guys that are, I know you're you're pretty high on both of them at the moment. I think Dylan Brown is in career best form at the moment. What he's doing is fucking incredible. So good to watch." Up against the Broncos. Once again, if the Broncos have shit the bed, Brown could quite easily go 130 here, I reckon. I'd go against Brown. I just think they've got
2: Melbourne next week. Brisbane, Mm. they've been horrible the last few weeks, but they've shown enough this year that there's a good football side in there. Like They're playing for a top eight spot. They're at home. I really do think Brisbane get up for this one, and, and I think it will be a lot tighter than people are expecting that it may be. And I know he scored his big 130 with Mitchie Moses back last week, but you know what if they have success down Mitchie Moses' mm-hmm. side and, and a lot of the ball goes to the right? They are dominant on their left-edge attack this season, so I, I probably don't think that will happen or not a concern. But when you look at Brimson with his draw over the next two weeks, I think that's the one to face. So they've got the next round... They don't play on Sunday afternoon. That's what's throwing me because that's the first time in a while. The Warriors at Mount Smart Stadium. But the Warriors in that one. The Knights this week. <clears throat> I think Brimson's the play. Since he's moved back to 5'8", uh, he's been awesome. Now averaging th- 87 in that time in the past three weeks. Softer draw.
1: It's comfortably Brimo for me. Yeah, I, I, I hate the way that you just palmed off at Mount Smart Stadium. I, th- that worries me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah if that's... it was on the Gold Coast, look out. But still... I don't know. I'll say Dill Brown goes 90 plus this week.
2: So you, you've got Dill Brown in that, uh, of those two? I would have Dill Brown, yes. Coming up against Melbourne next week. Brisbane at Suncorp this week.
1: <sighs> Mate, d- does Melbourne worry Parramatta? Yeah. Honestly, like, let's be fucking clear. Like, oh, I don't think they can win a comp. I don't think they're going to be, the whips won't be cracking come the end of the season. But I, I don't think that worries them. Yeah. I really don't. Brisbane will put
2: 50 on the Eels this week. Then the Eels would go and put 50 on uh, the yeah. storm.
1: And, that, and the thing about Brimson with me, and, and if you are an owner, I'm sure, I'm sure you would have noticed it. I brought him in at the end of last year, and I always watch him closely because I love Brimo. Mm. He is always so close to scoring on every single player. He is so close to points every single time, and he just misses by a bee's dick yeah. constantly. I find him to be one of the more frustrating players to watch because he puts himself everywhere. But this Titans team, they just can't fucking... Turn anything around. So I would be going Dylan Brown. I also think the combination he's got with Sean Lane at the moment is just on another fucking planet. Uh, so I would go Dylan Brown slightly. Your team, Brimson?
2: Yeah,
1: Like it. All right. Benny Cook, 6195, says, Val to To'o. Um, I think Val's been so good all this year. I'd be hesitant to probably trade him. I know that it isn't the two greatest matchups over the next two weeks and Toto's obviously got a great one this week. He then plays the Cowboys the week after up there. I'm not convinced Toto plays the next two weeks. Do you think there's a chance that they could have some restings in the last week or not?
2: It's certainly a chance. The only thing is that Ivan Cleary's been reluctant to to sit players and rest players in the last couple of rounds of the season in the last few years. There's been a few times in round 24, 25 where they've had soft matchups, they've had minor premierships sewn up or their larger position can't move and you're like, surely he rest players mm. and he doesn't do it. So, look, based on that, I'd say probably not. The other thing is <clears throat> they have had disruptions to their side injury-wise throughout the season. Toto's missed games this season, so I think he'd probably want to get... Uh, Get them playing as many games. I mean, it sounds a little bit silly to say because these guys have played together for so long, but I think you want to continue that momentum going into the finals. They've got Luai back now, JFH back, so he he could get a rest, but I don't think so. Val Holmes, I don't mind him as a sit this week if Mm. you're in a position to do so. No, Tommy did, and now he's replaced by Drinky, who's a fantastic ball player on that edge, but it doesn't help when you take your half out of that edge, so not ideal. Um, Like, I think it's a great antipod play to trade him with a Penrith game next week for the Cowboys and a Tough Bunnies game this week. If you're chasing those big ranks or you're sitting like 50th overall and you're going, I need to go against the grain here yeah. and do something different. And maybe trading slash sitting value is that play, but for the average super coach with one trade left or however you're sitting, it's... You know, you're in a good position if you're trading Val Holmes.
1: Brian To'o, last four weeks, 43, 36, 47, 34. Obviously plays the New Zealand mm. Warriors this week, which is a great matchup. But I do worry, like, the only way that he gets the ball in attacking position has to be through the hands of Stephen Crichton. That is always a yep. worry. Dylan Edwards isn't the sort of guy to come down that edge and skin a three-on-two and cut out and hit To'o. You have also now, I would assume, have Sean O'Sullivan on that edge. I think Brian goes sub fifty this week. I think it'll be similar to Suilen. Yeah, I think he will base that well, but I just don't know if he'll get the attacking yeah. opportunities. Can you see Welbury scores two or more tries realistically?
2: Yeah, I can because if they put fifty or sixty on the Warriors, it's not hard to do. But I, I, I do think it all goes down the left.
1: It all goes down the left, and when it goes down the right, <coughs> Sean O'Sullivan's a run first dude. Mm. Stephen Crichton's a run first dude. William I, I,
2: Martin's definitely a run first, Yeah, so
1: I don't – yeah, I, I'm a little bit nervous. I, I'm not going to play Brian Toto this week. I've got him. I'm not going to play Wow. Yeah.
2: Brave.
1: I thought you'd be a little bit more on board with me. That's interesting.
2: Oh, I just think – like, there's a lot of difficult matchups this week, you know, between your Storms and Roosters, a lot of popular Supercoach players mm. in that, your Bunnies and Cowboys, some really tough ones there. So I I just thought, Brian Toto against the Warriors – well, well, all your logic is fine. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm 100%. I 100. percent I
1: think it sounds better than what it is, and I also think with Val Holmes, uh, he'll be playing left center. He'll be going up against Matty, your right edge. That's like Ilias Campbell Graham. Yeah? yeah,
2: and yeah, and Thomson. Yeah,
1: I don't mind Val Holmes there. Mm. I really don't. I I, I would play. I'm, I will play Val Holmes over Brian Toto this week. I tell you where Toto
2: has been agonisingly close to scoring multiple tries in recent weeks, despite the low scores. And it's off scrum plays that mm. Penrith do so well, and they just strip them, strip them, strip them. them in the corner, so that's where I can see maybe jagging a try and a line break and boosting his fifty to a an eighty odd, if nothing else. So who's going to get the ball off scrums now? It's
1: got uh, to be the. As in, it'll
2: go left. Yeah, like, yeah, surely. Yeah, maybe they just do that every
1: time. Yeah, that, that that's my fear. That's yeah. my worry. Yeah, there. We'll see. Um. All right, that's a good one. I like that. So how Best long, of luck, Ben. Fuck ha, knows. Yeah,
2: how long to you change your tune and play Toto oh, off the back of my? I eyes?
1: will not be playing. I might sell him this week to take a fucking stand. <laughs> all right. And uh, next one comes from T. Gibbons: Play or sit, Nani? Uh, fuck. I'll tell you what. If you've got him, I kind of think maybe you play him. I don't right. like the matchup, I don't. But mm. I mean, not many people have him. If you're one of the people that does have him, you brought him because he can do fucking anything on any given weekend.
2: Yeah. Why not? I don't think it really matters who Nani plays. He's relying on attacking stats. We can pull out of his ass against Penrith, against the Storm, against the Blues, whoever it might be. He's got it in him. So I think he's one of them ones that, a bit like kick out, where you just almost ride the highs and the lows. There'll be the tons and there'll be the 40s and you just, yeah. it balances out. So I'd be playing him.
1: I think as well with Tommy Dearden out. I, like, I thought Chad's game last week was fucking extraordinary. True. A lot
2: of ball for the right edge. Yeah,
1: and some of the balls that he was throwing to both edge back rowers incredible. Mm. So I don't mind playing Nanai this week. Um, I don't have him myself, but I don't mind it. Next on Tom comes from Tim Gutridge. Says Hughes to Hunt. Uh, you had Benny Hunt as your Blue Wealth Hot Property player this week. I think I'm going to bring him in. Um, I was looking at Hughesy. The next two weeks aren't great for him. Mm. I don't mind the Hughes to Hunt play personally. I've got my halves at the moment are Sam Walker and Jerome Hughes. I'm kind of thinking I might go Walker to Hunt. I think I'm less likely to use Walker, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that one. If yeah. I was to trade one of them to Ben Hunt, which one would you be moving on? Oh, t- tough, isn't it? I would go Walker
2: just because I think Hughesy is more fixture-proof. It, I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago, but he doesn't have that the big ceiling... Uh, against the harder sides, yep. um, where he's like you, you have your Latrells, your Cam Munsters, who I think can get their big, big scores no matter who they're playing. But Hughes, he bases well. He's just involved in everything, particularly, I mean, I think we assume Munster goes back to fullback again in this one. So he'll be running the show in the halves more so than normal. Uh, I think of Hughes and Walker, because Sammy Walker obviously – He's got two tough games coming up as well. Yep. Melbourne this week. Bunny's next week at the opening of the new stadium. There'll be plenty on the line in that game. I'd be... Yeah, I think he to hunt whilst a bit of a luxury. I think him to Benny Hunt with his draw coming
1: up. I like it. Yeah. All right. Jimbo. By Lomax, he's a guy that we're going to talk about now, Hot Topics, in just a couple of moments. But by Lomax, obviously a very good matchup with the West Tigers. Uh, once again, feels like the sort of game Lomax would enjoy. He'll be yeah. goal-kicking. Um, I don't know if I can trust him personally, but I can. Under- if you do, I would never push back on it. What do you reckon? I like it, particularly as
2: a head-to-head grand final player this week. I think he's a fantastic... Like everyone's saying Jack Byrne looking at Ben Hunt and these sorts of players, well... The most proven supercoach player in recent years of that lot is Zach Lomax. So I I think Lomax is a good play. Uh, Just on Jerome Hughes, sit or start this week? Sit for me.
1: Because I'm going to play Hunts. Yeah. Yeah, then I've got to decide if I'm going to go with Drinky or Hughes. Lean towards Drinky at the moment. Yeah. Nice. I could flip like a fucking fish about seven times this week on that though. Uh, Unless I make a double barrel trade in which I would play neither of them. Bring you'll, f- you'll flip to tie. I can guarantee I won't be flipping to tie. Mate, you said the same thing to me about Lee last week. Cute little 30 for you all. All right. Kirk I, I, I didn't push back on you on that. I liked it. Oh, off, off camera, you carried on like a dick. <laughs> um, Hail Mary plays to win the grand final. This one comes from Kirk Burton. And this sort of rolls into a hot topic we're going to talk about to finish off the show. We're going to start with two must-haves that you've identified for this weekend, if you're trying to win this weekend. Two absolute must-haves. Who have you got?
2: Nico Hines is just set and forget. He's very highly owned, but there'll be a handful out there who don't own him. And uh, that matchup with the Dogs, you have spoken about him plenty, but I think you have to have him in your team. And the next one's probably a little bit uh, controversial because he hasn't been in terrific form, but it is again targeting that that Panthers matchup. Taylor May, five round average of forty five, really has hit the skids like a lot of their backline players since Cleary and Luai have been out, but. I think they we've spoken all about that left edge. Luai back in there, and we mentioned on the right how there's Euro Sullivan, who's been on the left, who, who tends to, you know, he's a bit of glue hands. He's a ball-running halfback. He goes to the right. Luai, who loves to throw it wide and draw in defenders and do all the hard yards on the inside for his place at the back. Kikau also loves to ball play out there. Um, I think Taylor May could be on the end of plenty of points this week, and, and I'm very excited to own him because plenty have sold him off in, in over the past month or so, and it's been very much their benefit. Master trade, good luck to those people, but I'm I'm thinking this is the week where Taylor
1: May bounces back, and I think he could potentially be a buyer this week. Yeah, oh, I, I did sell him a few weeks ago. Mm. He's another one that I'm considering, yeah. for sure, just for this week. All right, Hail Mary players, yeah. answering Kirk's que- question now. Now, a number of them we have sort of spoken about, Stephen Crichton's one that you could go down that avenue, Lomax, Sifatallakai, if you're not an owner, Sifa do we have the balls to be able to grab? It, it is a good two-week matchup coming his way. I think it could pay dividends for you. Where do you sit? Yeah, I don't mind Siffar. The
2: Obviously, coming back from injuries is always a bit of concern. Mm. But at the same time, that they're in a pretty luxurious position in the top four locked into that, the Sharky, So I don't think they'd be rushing him back if they didn't need to. Um, so I think he looks a decent way. And we're also, keep in mind with a lot of these players we're considering, You know, look at your situation. We're speaking a lot about players for this week in head-to-head grand finals, but if you're overall focused, it's obviously a two-week play as well. So Sifar and the Sharkies have a really nice two weeks coming up, whereas a lot of players we've mentioned might have a good game this week, but then round 25 have a tough one. Uh, so Sifar, I don't mind him, yeah. Uh,
1: another one that I'm going to throw up, and we've spoken Jack Bird, Ben Hunt, Z- um, J- Jack Bird, Ben Hunt, Zach Lamas, all these dragons. Mate, Cody Ramsey. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel right to me, mm. but every time he scores dry, try, he goes 70 or 80. Against this West Tigers side, some of the positions that they put him in and just how hard he goes, I wouldn't be shocked to see him cross for two or three tries here. It's a huge, huge, bold yeah. play. But, mate, if you're looking for a super pod this week to try and win a game and the West Tigers play like they did last week, I wouldn't be surprised if Cody Ramsey goes big here. Yeah.
2: There's – I don't mind it at all. Like, there's not a chance I would do it. Yeah. I just. I don't have the balls to do it. My final trade of the season, bringing Cody Ramsey into my side, not a chance. <laughs> but this week alone, <clears throat> we've touched on the Brisbane matchup next week, which is, you know, I'm not. They'll be playing for a top eight spot, likely. I'm not as convinced.
1: But, yeah, he could go. he could go ballistic in this one. So, yeah. I think it's an interesting one. To consider I wouldn't have the balls To do it either But one to consider Um, Yeah Bird Ramsey Your boy Brimson Um, I think he's in for a big one as well And mate If you don't own Dave Favita I personally think that I would Throw him (laughs) on this list as well Mm. Uh, With those two games To finish the season I think he could go huge Is there anyone else you want to throw on Your Hail Mary list
2: Yeah I think we we spoke about Probably the the two top might be Brimson and Benny Hunt, but Dylan Edwards is the one who we've mm. spoken at all these Panthers players, and the bloke will be swinging both sides and in everything for them. Is Edwards uh, three hundred average of seventy three? He's obviously he's been good uh, without his regular halves there, but you know we talk about how good Penrith are with their scrum plays and they swing out the back and, and it's an easy dive over try for the winger. But Dylan Edwards, I think he'll be the bloke throwing that ball, swinging most of the time, getting the try assist. So. I think Dylan Edwards is a huge play and then even looking forward to round 25 the Cowboys who have not been what they probably have been what we're expecting earlier on are they on the down time will tell but that matchup all of a sudden doesn't look too terrifying certainly not defensively what they have been earlier in the season but yeah I think Dylan Edwards is a good one
1: I think Lockie Miller as well is another one to throw in only available at halfback playing fullback for the Sharkies the next two weeks they take on the Canterbury Bulldogs and the Newcastle Knights I personally think the Sharkies are about to go on a bit of a run so I don't mind him as well What he scored 79 and 69 Last two weeks I think he scored one try In that Last week he played fullback mm. um, 69 points there But I personally think That they could score A stack of points here And he's just He's breaking tackles Left, right and centre At the moment Lockie so Super pod He's another one To really consider Especially at halfback too When everyone's Like a lot of the halfbacks Outside of your your Ben Hunt Have sort of got Tougher matchups yeah. So yep. he's one to seriously Consider I think um, Now captains uh, if your captain isn't named Nico Hines, I think you you got rocks in your head this week. But if you were going to go with a pod captain, if you had to win a head to head, who else are you looking at? I have never been
2: one to skip a winger's. Um, I just I don't have it in me yeah. just because of how low they can go. But uh, Taylor May, Like I yeah, touchdown okay. I just think he could cross for three tries in this one, possibly more. i <laughs> um, sorry to the poor old Warriors fans out there, but yeah, I, I think Taylor May's a decent one in, this weekend. Uh, he'd be, he'll would be he be my vice-captain at this stage. Who have you got?
1: Yeah, I, I think a Penrith outside back as a VC is probably your mm. winning ticket there into a Nico Hines as skipper will be the way that I will run. Um, yeah, it's tough those first few games. I'll tell you what, wouldn't it be great if the Canberra Raiders just had one outside back that was fucking super coach relevant for the oh. next two weeks? They're, so, they're, they're 2 matchups that I think the Raiders will do very well in your two halves are underachievers as far as supercoach go as is your entire yeah. fucking backline it's a nightmare I mean I was almost looking at the best option might be X but I can't yeah. I couldn't do that
2: <laughs> X like that X man is that a guru special that's
1: a guru special
2: yeah they so supercoach relevant, aren't they like aside from Tappany who's even him you're like talking about him each week no matter who he's fixture proof you get through his work rate got some attack in him it's like what do you say about him um, Adam Elliott to a less degree gee they're supercoach relevant. Maybe Geordie Rapana, 2017 form, if he can pick that up the last two weeks. He's got some big ones in him, but yeah.
1: <clears throat> you see the screen? Yeah, you're Brian fucking to- collecting dust on the pine because he's going to score 40 this week, okay? Yeah, That's my prediction can't for can our- to
2: clip this up next week when he's – actually, I'm not going to say that because <laughs> he could go low, but yeah. I, just,
1: I think you're mad sitting him. No, he'll go low. Thank me later, guys. Uh, anything else, mate, to touch on before we hit the frog? All good, mate. All good. Hopefully you stay in the top thousand this week.
2: Yeah, well, if you don't play Toto, I could catch you. Oh, fucking please.
1: (laughs) Thanks for joining us once again, guys. Brought to you by Blue Wealth Property. They make investing in property easy for you. If you'd like to reach out to Tony and the team, find them on socials. You went to one of their nights. (laughs) Oh, did, last Tuesday, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Blue Wealth Property Night linked up with Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice there. Some of the greats. Yeah, they put on a show together, and it was a lot of the, the Playbook faithful came out and had a listen to that. Hopefully, a few of the Beers and Break Evans faithful too. Um, it was a great night. Absolute geniuses. And if I had more money in my bank, like you do, Guru, I'd, I'd probably be investing <laughs> in property, but you probably should have been there, actually. You I probably, probably should come. have been.
1: Yeah. 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 Can't win them all. Tony, we're coming for you over the next few weeks. We're going to have to have you back on. I need someone to bully him into submission again. <laughs> um, brought to you again by Bloke in a Bar. Father's Day just around the corner. Uh, can be still got his Father's Day t-shirts for sale there. So make sure you get stuck into those. And grab a case this weekend and enjoy yourself. Thank you, guys. See you next week.
0: Ashley, for the love of home.